1: everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined back by the one the only miss tabitha coffee Yay!
0: i'm so excited you had me back
1: tabitha like seriously do you understand like you could just come every week if you really want like i'm not gonna argue with that
0: that'd be fun i would love to do a podcast but Yeah, I just don't want to do it by myself and do all that. So I'll just come back whenever you want me.
1: You can, like, have a recurring segment on here. We need to think of, like, we could do a business segment.
0: No, no, I've got it. We'll do, what would Tabitha do?
1: I like that. Because at least we're going to get the real... I mean, as relating to what? Just life's issues or... whatever.
0: Just whatever. I mean, God knows I have an opinion, so whatever we could do. I'm gobsmacked the shit that gobsmacks me on a daily basis.
1: And then you could just take notes between the week of like what you might want to talk about. Totally. I like this idea. Listen, we are always moving and shaking here behind the velvet rope. The, you know, the the executive producer in me is like seeing (laughs) stars right now. Well, what else is going on? How are things today across the river in New Jersey?
0: Things today are fine. No, everything is fine. Look, I can't complain. It was a shit show a couple of weeks ago. I got flooded in that insane hurricane that we had. Um, So I lost, like, kind of everything.
1: Really? Like, everything?
0: My car, all my clothes, um, all my equipment. Yeah, my basement was just um, (laughs) a river ran through it. It was, like, yeah, it was crazy
1: um but yet you're smiling you're you're kind of like me like that's how i am i'm like this is what happened and uh, what do you want from it happens
0: right like yeah there were there were things it was really interesting actually because i lost all my press which means nothing right like it means absolutely nothing but all my photographs and press and shit that i've done and photo shoots that i've done and everything was floating around and just I tried for a minute to salvage it and peel it apart. And I was like, this is just moronic. Throw the shit out. You know, you did it. No one else knows. No one else cares. Move on.
1: So, yeah. I know. I've gotten like the amount of pictures and things I save as I get older is so much less every year because I'm just like, I don't look Um, at anything ever. Same, same. It's like a sick security blanket, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Is there anything you lost that you're most upset about? Alexander McQueen.
0: <laughs> like, well, I mean, that's again, understandable. Like, really stupid. You know, I, I, I love my clothes and I spent a lot of money on them because I could at the time. And to see them floating, in, and it's all crap, right? Like, anyone that has gone through it, it's dirt. So it's mud and just shit from outside. And I tried to salvage things, but they shrunk and then, like, mould happened. So as I was throwing away some shoes, because I like my shoes, and a few pieces, I was like, oh, oh." And then again, I was like, this is, it's clothing, who gives a fuck, right? People have it so much worse. Everyone in my block lost everything, so we were all, like, commiserating and going, yeah, my car's gone too, yeah, this has gone too. Whatever.
1: Oh my. I mean, I'm just like picturing you, not to make light of it, but like with the water like up to your neck and just the clothes over here, the press over here. Yeah. Just trying to grab.
0: Um that's okay. I need the reinvention tour. So the reinvention tour means that I get to do the next version of me with maybe different clothes and some color. Who knows?
1: Well, you have a little green on today, so you're starving. starving. I am. But you're going to stay with McQueen. You're not going to venture that far off.
0: Oh, I don't know. I'm not, I don't care that much anymore. I get it. I'm not into it. I'm really not. I mean, it's lovely. I adore, um, I adore talent. And McQueen is talented. And Sarah Burton is amazing. And all the designers that now have taken over his brand are just amazing. And I love their passion and their vision and, and, the work that they do is impeccable and I appreciate it, but I don't know if I'm into it that much anymore.
1: I get it. I, I get it. Maybe with age, like we're all getting older. I mean, I'm saying myself too, or maybe COVID. Like I feel COVID has changed me a little bit like that. Maybe, personally. COVID
0: has changed everyone in some ways. And I, I, it just seems such superficial bullshit right? Yeah. If you're going to judge me because I've got that suit on and that's going to make me better, that I'm doing something really badly as a human, that <laughs> that's the
1: attraction. I, I get it. Right. I- Allison, I, I totally get it. Well, switching gears for a second, you know, you were at Bravo in the beginning more or less. And there's so many reboots happening these days. I mean, Jersey Shore has come back and it is a ratings blockbuster. The Hills has come back. It's okay. Ratings. You know, do you think like it's time to reboot Tabitha's Takeover, Tabitha's Salon Takeover, Tabitha's Relative Success, any combination of those shows?
0: I would come back in a heartbeat if I was allowed come back as the woman. That I am today it's it's rare for me that's simple, right like I loved every every piece of my history on bravo I loved were, were there some shitty things that happened absolutely that's life were there some amazing things absolutely, and I loved it i'm not the same person like i've just gone i'm a different businesswoman now i'm a different human being i'm a different woman. I have so much more experience than I had then. I look at things differently. Um, I've had some really shitty personal things happen in my life that has really changed me remarkably for, for the better. So there were blessings in the bad. Um, and I don't want to go back and try and recreate that other version of me because that would be disingenuous to who I am now. And I don't think it would be great for anyone to watch because it would be so fake.
1: How have you changed as a business person? Have you frozen on me already? I think you have. I think you have frozen for quite a minute. It must be your Wi Fi, I think. I don't think it's mine. Oh my gosh. You're back. Now you're mute. Uh, I was going to say, did you freeze on me already?
0: No, you froze. I, I did. Typing, yeah, you froze. I was typing. And too to it. me, you bummed. froze
1: and I checked my internet. That's, right. That's so weird. How, well, uh, okay. How do you, how have you changed as a business person? I have, I think I always knew this
0: and the show really taught me this because it was never really about the business, it was about the business, but it wasn't, it was always about the people, it was about the humans in the business, it was about the communication or getting in their own way or feeling like they weren't good enough or being too afraid to say what they wanted or confront their staff or whatever it was, it was all the emotional stuff. Um, and when you could try and get people to change that perspective and change some of that emotional stuff, the outcome was their business was better because they were better, right? It, it's, it all works together. And I used to have a very black and white perspective because I, deep, I can put my emotions in buckets really easily. Not necessarily the healthiest thing, <laughs> not something that everyone can do, but I am great at it right? Um, What I realized, honestly, from the show, and then just what I've been doing since the show, is that's, that's not great for us. And it doesn't make for a great business. So I look at it in a really um, 360 way. If you're not feeling great about who you are, if you're having these self-doubts and all this crap is coming up for you. Yeah, I can teach you how to sell more product and teach your teams better and market yourself and do branding and all of these things, but you're still gonna operate from the thing of, I don't deserve this, I'm not good enough, I've got imposter syndrome, I'm whatever it is that you have. So you're still not gonna be successful. It's just that simple. So that's changed, right? And and there are nuances to it. And um, I'm tougher in some ways than I used to be, but I'm much softer in some ways than I used to be. And that's great. I love that. Um, but I know like for your go back to the show premise, I know that everyone wants me to go on and and be the bitch that they want me to be and, and be all those things. Um and I don't want to do that anymore. I want to do it how I am now, in my version, my way. Which will still be effective, which will still have drama because we're humans and there's drama, but yeah, in a, diff- in a different way.
1: I was going to say, well, a few things. First of all, it sounds like you're a softer, kindler, kinder, gentler version of Tabitha. I mean, just from that.
0: Yeah, I, I was. I was not. Let's be clear. <laughs> I was not unkind before. Yeah, I had a different I had a different approach. And I, to be really honest, I had a hard time showing my soft side and showing my vulnerability. So I wore my toughness as my protective shield. Um, which is good and bad. But it, it doesn't protect you and it catches up. And it's also fucking exhausting.
1: I, listen, I get it all. I mean, I am phenomenal at, I mean, I'm a Gemini. I don't know what your zodiac sign is, but I am phenomenal at categorizing my emotions. And I I, I get mm-hmm. it. I mean, you don't need to say anymore. I could separate it all. I could separate business and personal. Like I just, I get it. Right. It's not really the most healthiest, but we do it, right?
0: Yeah. Look, you do what you have to do to survive. I just... I just have found, I personally have found a much better way that I am much happier and I feel like I'm thriving more and I feel more successful because of it and that is what I would want to share with people, not the version that everyone wants me to stay in.
1: That makes sense. That's very what's the word like respectful in the sense that you're basically saying you don't want to go. I'm because even the last time you were here, you said like when you were on the show, like you were yourself, like you you didn't try to play a character, which I agree with. And you're saying now, if you went back, the only way you would do it is if you could authentically be yourself, which I know makes logical sense when you're talking about reality TV. But let's face it. Right. You're rolling your eyes. That's not that's not the majority of what we see today.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people turn into caricatures of themselves. And and I think I said that last time, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be a caricature of myself. And I think reality TV can do that to you if you're not really careful, you know, and if you're not mindful of it, you become this character. And that is just weird.
1: That makes sense. And I would think like, I mean, my thoughts to this show go back to like COVID. Like COVID has changed so many businesses. It would just be so interesting, right? I mean, like, have you seen, I'm sure, have you heard from the businesses on the show? Really?
0: Well, not every day from the businesses on the show. Every day I speak to business owners in some business. And um, so many people have started businesses, right? COVID was a catalyst for starting businesses. We talk about the closing, really important, really valid conversation. What about the openings? What about the people that decided to you know what, life is short, I'm miserable, I'm going to go for it. That's pretty exciting. Um, Or people there were lots of people that came together and amalgamated their businesses because they didn't want to do it by themselves anymore. And they started to create these spaces where they could actually do it as a collective. That's really exciting. So all these great business opportunities happened. I I mean, I've told you, I talk to people that I've taken over because they reach out to me. Um, I see them on social media. When travel was a thing, I used to see them at shows and events and all of that kind of thing, which is fun to check in and see how they are now.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, like my business has... Is a pro- I mean, I started it before COVID, but I tripled down because of COVID and this show grew immensely. And I'm not so sure if it, like my goals in starting this weren't necessarily what they are today. It's because of COVID. I mean, I was home and I'm like, well, I'm going to triple down and this is going to be a real thing. And okay. it, right. I'm not sure it would be yeah. where it is if it wasn't for COVID, honestly, eventually maybe just because I have that OCD type personality, but I don't know if it really would have been. So that's a good point too. So many shows have come and gone, you know, from Bravo, like, you know, and you had a really long run. Like, what do you think it was about like all your shows, like that whole trilogy of the Tabitha's empire? Like you, they were on for a long time. Like, what do you think was the appeal?
0: I think everyone could relate to it. Like every, everyone, you don't need to be a hairdresser. Everyone has had a haircut, right? Gone into a salon at some point. So there's that. Um, business owners, even though I spoke in the beginning to hairdressing salons and businesses, business is business. So that, that umbrella, anyone that runs a business, works in a corporation, deals with people, in customer service, we could all relate to it because it's happened to us. We've done it. We've been there, right? Yeah. So there were all these touchstones through the show that I think just resonated with Um, everyone. I mean, the thing I always loved was my demographic was everywhere. It wasn't, you know, the focus of what you might expect a Bravo viewer to be. It was really this huge demographic. And I loved that. And that just showed that it did resonate with people. And I think it's because you learned something from it. You felt something from it you were rooting for the businesses or not, right? Like either way, you were rooting for them or not rooting for them. And you've kind of walked away with maybe a couple of tips and tricks or just a little insight, you know, thinking, shit, I do that. I'm going to not do that tomorrow when I go to work.
1: Right, totally. Do you watch other business shows? Like do you watch Shark Tank, stuff like that? Not really. Just curious. What about, you know, it's also been so long that we can remember that we've had like a new competition show that's been on the air. Do you think like sheer, like a new show? Like, do you think like sheer genius? Do you think it's time for a show like that? You know, I mean, I know you were a contestant, but perhaps, you know, maybe now you can be like the mentor, like the Christian Siriano of sheer genius or a judge.
0: They didn't bring a a new version of a sheer genius back. I mean, it's so it's so visual. The hairdressing industry is so visual, and again, it's something that we get right. We've we've been to a salon. We know when we love our hair, when we don't love our hair. Um, and there are so many unbelievably talented creatives out there, like Project Runway, like Top Chef, that can show you know in a contained episode the transformation and what they do but I'm really surprised it wasn't rebooted. Someone didn't kind of come up with the the new version of it.
1: It's time, I think. I think it's time. And I mean, do you think like, I mean, hair is different now, right? I mean, there's trends in hair that have changed since it was first on the air. Are there any trends in hair or anything? Like, do you have any like don'ts in hair? Like any pet peeves that you see other hairdressers do? for hairstylists?
0: Um, my pet peeves are always the same. It's too much is too much. You know, when, it, when it's... Your hair has to look like it has good integrity. It has to look... Even if it's really coloured like mine is, it's got to have some shine to it and feel that it has... It's not fried, right? So when people do too much, which is what we often do, extensions with forehead lightening with some dimension, with some this, with, and then you've got all this hair, but it just doesn't look in great condition. But look, there are so many great trends and there are so many, I'm not going to sit here and say, Oh, I'm over this because there's always a spin on it. And all we do is regurgitate fashion trends anyway, and come up with it in a different way. I think the great thing about hair is now you can do whatever the hell you want. It's like fashion. It's there. But you put it together, you wear it, you combine it, how it feels good for you.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you talk about too much or you can do whatever you want. You have like a Kim Kardashian, you know, spending $10,000 on a 75-inch ponytail to go to the bed. It's sandal season. Look, everyone always gets excited for sandal season. The weather is warmer, but I wear sandals year round. And now you can too, thanks to Crocs. With the new Crocs-style sandals, you can embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long. I love Crocs sandals, not just because they're stylish, but because they're so comfortable. And when I'm comfortable, I feel I can do anything. They have new Miami sandals and Brooklyn sandals, but my absolute favorite are their getaway sandals. They are so soft, light, and thin. It literally feels like I don't have any shoes on at all. There's a cushiony, soft footbed, and it honestly feels like I'm walking on clouds. Style-wise, they go with anything and everything, and I can wear them anywhere, no matter how casual or a more formal event. You have to check out the getaway sandals, and all of their sandals come in such a variety of colors, so you can match with any outfit. Right now, get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code SANDALS20 at checkout. That's SANDALS20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase I need to tell you guys about this great new app called Fit On, which helped me, well, no pun intended, get my Fit On. I wanted to lose weight. And the thing is, when you sign up with Fit On and you start to use the app, it kind of walks you through like what your goals are. And I quickly realized that, I mean, I've tried everything. They have cardio, yoga, dance. I literally just finished quickie abs. They also have Pilates, bar strength. I also personally love, I mean, that I can do it from home because I don't have any time to go run and find a gym and do this anywhere else. It's a really fun app and it actually is helping me. I've lost weight. It's a really fun app and it's really helping me get in shape. Fit on is the number one premier free fitness app. That's right. I said free and is redefining the workout experience. So really stop paying to work out. Fit on workouts are always free to use. Join over 10 million people getting their fit on. Work out for free anytime, anywhere. Text ROPE, R O P E, to 64,000 to join Fit On for free. Text ROPE to 64,000. That's ROPE 64,000. You know that saying, it takes a village? Well, it does take a village to get this podcast out every day. If you think I do this all on my own, think again. And where did I find my great staff that helps me run this podcast? Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. It's the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can do it all. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com Velvet. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com Velvet to claim your $75 credit before March 31st indeed.com slash velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I have to tell you about a new nutritional product that I started using called Athletic Greens. Now, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted better gut health, I wanted more energy, and I wanted to optimize immune system. Well, let me tell you, what I love best about Athletic Greens is it's easy. I personally don't have, didn't have, and never will have time for any nutritional product that is complicated to use. So here's the thing, Athletic Greens, you take one scoop and you add eight ounces of water, and that's all you need. Also, the other thing I love about athletic greens, it actually tastes great. And it's inexpensive. It costs less than $3 a day. Also, I love it. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, So there's no nasty chemicals or anything artificial to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash velvet. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash velvet to take ownership over your health and Pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Bombas' mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone who's in need. Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the most comfortable clothes you can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, which is my favorite part, and has a luxurious, cozy feel. Now you guys are listening to my podcast, so you're all reality TV fans. I'm sure you've seen Bombas on Shark Tank. Shout out, Damon John. And listen. Do you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. Their socks come in so many colors and patterns. So far, Bombas customers like yourself have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. Go to Bombas.com slash velvet and get 20% off any purchase. That's bomba scom slash velvet for 20% off bombas.com slash velvet. Hey, ladies, let me tell you about Dipsy Stories. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories. No matter what you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy helps bring the stories to life anywhere, anytime. I was just listening to a story called Five Years. It's about this woman, Sophia, who's right off a breakup and she's not looking for love. She heads to her friend's beach house and well, her friend's other friend, Theo, is there and they're alone in the beach house for a week. Now I'm sure you can imagine what happens next. These stories are so detailed. So listen, Close your eyes and let yourself get lost. Lost in a world where only good things happen and pleasure is your only priority. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash velvet. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash velvet. Dipsystories.com slash velvet. February is the month of love. And you know who really deserves some love? You. That's who. Best Fiends is my favorite way to treat my brain to a much needed recharge. It's like a mental spa day. Really? Oh, my God. Let me tell you, I am on level 48 of this game. Thank you. I really am totally obsessed and I can't put it down. What I love best about Best Fiends is, well, let me tell you, Best Fiends is a mobile puzzle game that anyone can download and play, whether you have a few minutes or a few hours. Best Fiends is the perfect puzzle game to unwind because you're having so much fun. And that's what I love about it. It takes my mind off this job. It takes my mind off the world. I de-stress. Ready to give your brain some TLC? Download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. I know we have a lot of fun here and talk about reality TV and all the drama, but at the end of the day, listen, what really matters in our lives is our relationships, especially those with significant others. In times like this, more than ever, having someone you can trust and talk to is so important, but even the best relationships hit bumps in the road. That's why I find Talkspace so important. Talkspace therapy gives you unlimited access to a licensed therapist, so you can clear up the confusion and focus on what matters most, being the best person and partner you can be. I mean, I'll be the first to admit I am not good at relationships. And Talkspace, listen, whether you're married for years or re entering the dating scene or just trying to get comfortable with being single, talking to a therapist can really help. Join Talkspace today and start the journey to happier, healthier relationships. Just visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code VELVET at sign up. That's $100 off Talkspace.com, promo code VELVET
0: yeah see here here are always my challenges is when real people i'm a real person see those kind of things we can't do that and i always look at especially young girls you know back in the day when i was a youngster you would get Jennifer Aniston, right? It was the friends. So everyone would come in and I want Jennifer's hair, I want Jennifer's hair, to the point of nausea. It was a haircut. It was a haircut and a few highlights maybe on the person that needed them and a blow dry. It was all about the styling and the haircut and that was it. Now, we've put this benchmark up, it's you know, $75,000 ponytails and $10,000 makeup artists. and you know, Brazilian butt lifts and, and if you're not doing all of that, well, you're not pretty anymore. I'm just so fucking over that story. I can't even tell you.
1: Right. I mean, I mean if you've
0: got the money, fantastic. Knock yourself out. If you would prefer to spend $75,000 on a ponytail, then maybe go and feed some homeless donate to cancer children in need. Um, there are so many issues. Yeah. right that we could do I'm not saying she doesn't do those things but you know knock yourself out but kind of a hard bar
1: it's kind of a high bar
0: kind of a high bar
1: do you wake up in the middle of the night and have ptsd thinking about the rachel
0: um i used to
1: <laughs> there was a lot <laughs> of rachels going around oh my
0: god yeah that was that was the thing it's funny now because i watch old episode you know they re run friends all the time and I watch those old episodes and just you could see how it changed and how and I know her hairdresser and he's amazing but see the transformation and how it changed and I look back and I still don't get it I don't like it today I didn't like it then
1: no Rachel for you
0: no Rachel well clearly I mean this is long <laughs> for me right now I need a haircut
1: you know I get it. Is there any one style that you, you know, like, like the Vidal Sassoon bob, or was there any something where you're just like, that is so classic. That's my favorite. And I could just do that on someone all day. You do? I do.
0: I do. But I also like it. I like it from a hairdresser's perspective. It just, when you cut a really beautiful, especially graduated bob and it lays perfectly and it's got this beautiful curve to it and this line, it's like making art it's really it's just incredibly um delicious and satisfying as a technician to do it and it always looks classic
1: I like a good bob too yeah from a business point of view not even just the people on the show but what do you think like I used to have a business I sold it I've moved on here I am now I have a whole bunch of past lives What do you think? So I'm an entrepreneur. Like, what do you think most entrepreneurs in business, like what is the biggest common mistake you see? Is it that imposter syndrome of people not believing in themselves or is it something else?
0: Yeah, I think people go into it um, sometimes with the wrong intention. Like they go in and think, uh, they worry too much about what everyone thinks. Obviously we need clients. So we need to worry about the outcome. But you cannot please everyone. Impossible. You just can't. So if you go in and try to please all of these people, it's never going to happen. Then you're going to beat yourself up that you didn't please everyone or people are going to criticize you. So you have to get really um, I think niche sometimes. Everyone talks about niche in business and I think it's sometimes can be a little too limiting in it, but you have to know who am I talking to, who am I selling to, what do I want their end result to be, and talk market brand to that person, and the other people will find you as well. But everyone gets really scared of that in business because they feel like they're um, losing money from that other segment. No, you're not. You're defining who you are. You're staking you know your flag in the sand and saying this is who I am this is who I stand for this is what I do this is what I deliver on and I'm just going to go for it and that self-doubt thing yeah that's a that's a just so
1: huge it's this the imposter syndrome and I agree I mean I think a lot of people in business try to please everybody and care what people think way too much and get upset about a negative Yelp In, review or this or that. It's like, you got to just keep the train to moving. You love
0: it. You know, like if, if you get up every day dreading going to work, whatever that work is and dread what you're doing, how can you do a great job? You've got to love it. You've got to love it. Whether someone gives you a shitty review or an amazing review, you've got to love it because you just love doing whatever it is, whatever it is that you do you love it. Yeah. And and do it from that instead of doing it from all the outside forces. That's where people get really screwed up. Because then as you say, it's what everyone else thinks or what they say, or are they going to judge me? Well, they're not paying you bills.
1: Right. Like who cares? I think I, I agree with that. What about, you know, you talk about you wouldn't go back to reality TV unless you were authentically yourself. And I mean, ratings, not just for Housewives, but for The Bachelor, Drag Race, like ratings are down for all of reality TV. For the most part, with a few exceptions. Do you think, why? Why do you think that is?
0: Because I think, it, I think people are bored and I think people know the formula because it is formulaic. Um, And it has to be in certain, for certain reasons, right, of fitting it all in and doing the arc of the show, right, all of that stuff, we know that. It's formulaic, it's become too much so, that it's predictable and kind of boring, and honestly, I think, I think we've changed, and I know for me, I don't want to see the drama, there's enough, I can turn on the news and see drama, I can call a friend that losing their business and hear drama I can speak to my clients that I work with right in their businesses and know all the challenges I don't I want to escape when I watch tv I want to go somewhere and just feel good or I want to learn something or I want to turn all that other stuff off and I think we've become too repetitive with people fighting with each other, screaming, name calling, cattiness, right? That we're like, fuck that. I've got enough of that in real life. Like, I'm done I'm tapping out.
1: I think so. Like the formula that was so interesting, like looking at on people's lives. Yeah, it's all the same.
0: We also have social media, right? Like, honestly, when I think a lot of reality happened, we didn't have the social media in the same way. Now we see people's lives on social media really quickly. Um, even if it's just the pretty parts they post, but we like that because that makes us feel good. Yeah. Right. So, and it has that little bit of aspirationalness to it. Um, I think if someone can come up with a concept that can break the formula of reality TV and give us something that we haven't seen or give us something that we can escape to or learn from or fuck, just have some fun
1: amazing. That's what I've been oh. saying. Like we need something. I mean, remember when we used to just have so many new shows and it was all different and you're like, this is such a great idea. Like this is so complex on so many levels, whether it was like a game, like a survivor, but like just, they kept everything mm-hmm. or like docu-series, like it just, whatever it was, it was like, well, this is new. I didn't think of this before. Now it's just all. Yeah. It's rinse and repeat. It's rinse and repeat. And part of it is, I mean, don't you think people now come in, people are studied, like people know what to do, like, I'm going to cause this drama or that. I mean, I think people come in calculated.
0: They come in as caricatures.
1: Yeah. And I also.
0: And and go, I'm going to play. I'm going to play the good guy or the peacemaker or the disruptor or the savior, right? Like whatever part they think they're going to come in and play. And yes, they calculate. It's like a game of chess.
1: Yeah. And I think people come in with like an idea of like, okay, this is my goal after I want this many Instagram followers. I want I mean, people come in with like a whole plan afterwards. It doesn't work. I mean, you can't really control how it's going to work out, but <laughs> no, you can't. right. Like, I mean, you could get best laid intention, but like, I think people come in with like, this is just a means to an end and I got to go on this show and get it over with. And here's what I'm going to do in life after, which again, doesn't always work. And, It shocks me though, how many, like you look at like the bachelor, there's so many people that come through that. They all go on to things. I mean, not like they get regurgitated with bachelor nation and Instagram followers. And I'm just like, why there's so many, like, I don't remember anyone. I don't remember anyone. I don't understand, but it keeps going. I can't can't watch it. it. Freaks me out. I don't watch it anymore. It's one of the shows that I've passed to the left. And I just think people are too studied these days. I think that's what it is. Well, one of the things that you mentioned the last time we were here is, you know, I asked you if you thought it was time for, you know, speaking of new ideas, all well, this is not so new. I asked you if you thought it was time for, you know, a gay and all gay housewives. And you said that was, you thought that was, it was, it was a great idea. So you know, I told you that, A, I'm available. Here I am in New York City. And, you know, you have your some media connections. So have you made any progress on our future, Tabitha, since we I last spoke? I have
0: not. So, I've really dropped the ball. I've, I've really just dropped the ball, not followed through, haven't taken
1: action. I mean, your basement has been flooding. You've been my, busy. My
0: basement's been flooded. I've been a little busy. But I haven't. But I still think it's a great idea.
1: Just putting it out there on the back of your head, you know? And you see, you know, it could go one of two ways. It could be just a bunch of gay men and you could be the executive producer or couldn't it be a bunch of like mixed, like, you know? No, I think it gay. has to
0: show our community. Yeah. Like show, show the diversity. We don't show enough diversity in any way on television. We just don't. there isn't isn't enough diversity. And I think it has to show the diversity. And I think, especially when you talk about the LGBTQ plus community, there is such an umbrella, right? There's such an array of diversity and show that, Break, break some of those stereotypes that we have and talk about all the, and show, All the different parts of us who's in the community what we believe in what we stand for how we live our frigging lives like every other human being but and take some of that stigma and you know preconceived notion away
1: i agree i think it would be great so just you know in in your spare time
0: in my spare time
1: you know i mean i've done nothing
0: how don't we put What about if we put it to um, everyone that's listening? They can leave a comment with either one of us and tell us, yeah, you know what? I would watch that or not so much.
1: I mean, look, we already have diversity here. Like you are in New Jersey. You're not single. You're a woman. I'm a man. I'm in New York. I'm single. We already have some diversity. We just need like five more people.
0: Adding to the rest of the rainbow.
1: I am all casting it wouldn't be a problem. That that I can handle. But you know, right. Like, let's go, people. Let's let's have this on the air by January. Okay. Well, yes. But you know, you also last time you were here, I asked you, you know, which I could barely say with a straight face, and you made it even harder as if you would ever consider being an R H O N J a New Jersey housewife. So since I put that out into the world, like have you heard from anyone? I mean, I know you run into Margaret in the grocery store. Have you heard from any of the other housewives? that not be ridiculous. <laughs> you never know. You
0: know. You know the answer to that question. No, I have not heard from any housewives, executives. No one's knocking on my door saying, Tabitha, would you like to be a real housewife of New Jersey? I think everyone pretty much knows the answer is hell no.
1: I, I still see it. I truly, this isn't, this is real. This is like, I truly still see it. Yeah. I'm serious. Tell me. Because the current mix of people, they speak up, they have an opinion. There is drama, but then they get over it. It has a little bit of humor to it. I really, truly can envision this. Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm not just saying that. Yeah, I mean, you may not be able to put up with Teresa's crap every day, but you and Margaret would get along great. There's Jackie. I really, truly, you wouldn't- I'm,
0: sh- I'm still not buying it, but I love it. I love I love how enthusiastic you are about it. And I love how, when you talk about it, your eyes light up. So I'm totally into you talking about it. So not into into
1: the happening of it. Thank you for just indulging my, my vision here. And, you know, like, yeah, I mean, you would blend in, you really would. There's all big personalities and it's just, I think it would, I I, I can see this. So just figured I would put that out there. What about, you know, they are, I don't know if you know, they're doing like this all stars show. They're taking like a bunch of like housewives. They're calling it like ultimate girls trip. They went on a girls trip. The second installation, this is going to be on Peacock. That isn't even out yet. It's coming out soon. The second installation of that is they're taking ex-housewives. The rumor is they're going to call it ex-housewives club, like a Jill Zarin, Vicky Gumbleson, And they all went, so it's already filmed. They all went in a house for about a week. So a house, a week. There's already been lots of drama. It's filmed and they've moved on. So they seem to be going in this nostalgic direction. So if Bravo called and there was going to be a house and it was going to be Rachel Zoe, Jeff Lewis, Jackie Warner, Patty Stanger, you, let's just throw Kathy Griffin from My Life on the D-List in there and Kelly Catron from Kel on Earth. You guys were all on around the same time. Oh, fuck
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean... Listen, even if I don't do anything except just sit on the couch and make popcorn and watch everyone i'm totally in for it. Come on, that was that was a really good little melting pot that you
1: put together. Right. I -hmm. mean,
0: that was a good one.
1: If they're doing it with housewives, I just this is where my executive producer hat of behind the velvet rope mine goes i'm like shouldn't this be next and you're all around the same time, who, who do you think you would have the biggest problem with in that house? Like out of Rachel, Jeff, Jackie, Patty, Kathy Griffin or Kelly Catron. Ooh, I, I've picked some interesting, some big personalities really in this house. Have.
0: Interesting, because I know them all and I'm fine with everyone, to be honest, but if you were with everyone for a week, that could get on your nerves real fast. Yeah. Like really
1: fast. Maybe Jeff. I could see that. I mean, I could see a bunch of these people getting on one's nerves if you were in a house with them. So Jeff, who would you, who do you think would be the easiest to get along with?
0: Um, I actually think Kelly, because I get Kelly and she's just, she's hilarious. And I think Kelly would be Maybe one of the loudest, but the easiest, easiest ones to get along with.
1: Now, if you get a call from Bravo next week, Tabitha, you don't even have to give me, you don't even have to give me a percentage of it. Yeah. Like just, you know, this one's on me. Okay. Okay. Uh This one's on me. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you are supposedly the baddest bitch of them all. So you might be the one that they're all afraid of
0: once you were. That's their personal problem. It's not when, a problem.
1: When people come up to you in real life and say, oh my God, it's Thai," Are they shocked if you are nice to them? Like, well, because I know you talked like last time you heard like there's whispers and like there's that bitch from TV is what, like when people actually approach you and you're like, nice to meet you, have a great day, sure, let's do a picture. Do they usually, do people say to your face, like, wow, you're so nice, you're so nice. Is that something you hear yeah, from
0: people? Yeah, all the time. I think people are used to that. I mean, on social media, I don't do anything to grow my social media, to be honest. And I really love the people I have on social media and I interact all the time. So I DM, people DM me, they ask me things, I respond. So I think the people that know me know me. The people that don't know me, that see me, are often surprised because I am nice sometimes right? sometimes i'm not so nice and i'm okay i own that as well
1: you're like i'm just not feeling I mean, if someone it pisses
0: me off. no if someone pisses me off i'm gonna say something
1: she is gonna say something and she does say something she says this and a whole lot more we get into so much more tomorrow with tabitha we talk more about rho and jay jen Shaw. Erica Jade. Listen, we're going to talk housewives, guys, and we just reminisce about bravo days of yesteryear and we talk some more hair. So stay tuned tomorrow when we are joined back by the one and only Miss Tabitha Coffee. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear,